Hey you, you should subscribe. $1.99 a month, you get access to the After Hour Show and so much more. Let's get this party started. This is the Block Party, a Minecraft podcast, episode 104. We're your hosts, Bearded Sloth. And Little C. Stop looking at your neighbor's test answers and do your own work. The answer's 12. Today's show includes cheating in Minecraft, the past week in Minecraft, you are listening to questions, and of course, Holy Bookworm's joke of the week. We are recording this episode live with listener participation via Discord chat. Visit theblockpartymc.com for the ultimate block party experience. Explore our free Bedrock add-on packs, join our amazing Discord community, and find our fun-filled YouTube channel. Help support what we do and unlock exclusive perks like the After Hours Show and access to all of our past episodes by becoming an official subscriber. We're recording this in the morning, so we're both not awake yet. Yeah, so if our voice is a little off... You, you know, we've been kind of doing it Friday night, mm-hmm. and now it's Saturday morning. You know, I got home last night. I did not feel like doing it. And plus, it would have been kind of time-constraining to try to knock it out last night, I think. But anyways, we're here now with you, and I'm excited for today's topic. Are you a cheater, Little C? No. I mean, yes, but no. <laughs> well, let's get into it. Cheating in Minecraft. We want to know where you draw the line when it comes to cheats and exploits in the game. Do you play with specific cheats enabled, or do you take pride in a cheat-free experience? Are there certain add-ons like the snooze pack that you don't consider cheating? Share your thoughts, opinions, and experiences on what you consider fair gameplay and what crosses the line. We want to hear your perspectives and how you maintain the spirit of adventure in Minecraft. And we got a few comments from you listeners. You guys are doing a little better, I think. Still trying to get in that time limit. We still had one come in afternoon on Friday. I still got it in. Don't worry. But try to get them in early. We love hearing your comments. That's what I really want the show to be is it's your show, listeners. It's not our show. It's your show. We just help host it. Our first comment came from the number one goon, otherwise known as Gbao. So for me, cheating definitely can take away from the game, especially things like duping, where it basically makes the game into creative. I do, however, like breaking the game in some instances. For example, you could call the zero-tick kelp machines duping, but it just gives you kelp. All you can do with it is smell it and make a fuel, which can be a huge kelp. Good one, G-Bow. I really like that one. (sighs) Zombie Piglin Farms are another example, as I doubt the developers intended on us using that mechanic in such a way. But as there's no good way to get XP in Bedrock, it's almost a necessity to make the game fun. And as everyone knows how to make one, we're all on the same level. However, if you just make duping machines that gives you unlimited diamonds, that just doesn't make the game as enjoyable anymore. True. Now, I do think it is cool to have, let's say you have two survival worlds. You have one where you play it all, you know, hard mode, no cheats, no nothing. You don't even use a bed because that's cheating. You're just full on hardcore gamer there. And then you have another world where you just exploit everything, have complete diamond houses and everything. Still in full survival, but just finding every exploit and every little tiny bug and everything for fun. I suppose it can be fun to try to find those exploits Mm -hmm. and just make a game out of that in itself. Trying to, like he said, break the game, like the zero tech kelp farm kind of thing. Or, you know, the piglin farm thing. I don't know. I I don't know if it's intended or not. I think it's based on a bug and that's why it works. But I know, I, I don't know. I like it. And to me, it doesn't feel cheating when it comes to that. Do you have any opinions on that particular thing? Because so, we use it all the time in Jericho. I'm on the fence with those things. I'm, I like, recently I've been playing very slow, and I'm trying not to get overpowered, like, at all, even. Usually I'll be wearing iron armor and stuff in newer survival worlds, even when I have a lot more gear, just because I find that to be, one, a bit more challenging, and more fun. So I think 
not having a ton of automated farms makes the game more fun is you have to you have more things to do. If you don't automate a wheat farm, you have to farm wheat. If you don't automate a giant villager trading hall, you have to travel to a town to be able to trade. And just those kind of things make the game a lot more fun for me. Yeah, absolutely. And there is somewhat of a personal preference with all this too, right? Now, he does continue here. Now, something like 2B2T would be an exemption as there is so much chaos and new factors that come into play. If I were to try and make an entire city with the chance that some griefer could come at any time and destroy it, I'd want to have an advantage in any way possible. 2B2T, the oldest anarchy server in Minecraft in the FinMC voice, would be, is one of, is really cool because you have that where you don't know if your base will be there when you log on the next day. And it's really kind of, there's so much culture and so much history on a Minecraft server because it's as old as the game almost that it's really cool. But it's encouraged to cheat yeah. in that too. So everybody has a hack client. Everybody right. duplicates. Everybody exploits. Right. So yeah, I, and that is different. I don't personally like that kind of the, play at all. The scale of the exploits on 2B2T is let's say you make a YouTube video showing off your nice little farmhouse you built in the middle of a forest. If they see enough pieces of grass in a certain order of like stair stepped up or whatever, and it's the natural generation, they'll find you. They will, like, it's crazy how high-end the exploits are. I'm pretty sure 2B2T griefers who base hunt like that could hack into the government if they wanted. Yeah, it's crazy. All right, he still continues here. This is a long one. This is probably one of the longest listener comments we've got on Topic of the Week. I like it, though. He, he can just do the show for us, basically. Number one goon. Right. Number one goons edition of TVP. There you go. I'd say in general, cheating ruins the game for everyone unless there are no rules to begin with. There is a fine line between breaking the game and cheating, but as long as everyone has the same opportunity, it doesn't give one person the advantage. Yeah, and that's it, is if you're playing it in a server or with other players, you all need to be on the same page, whatever your limitations are. You need to make sure everybody is adhering to the same thing. For instance, we have our commandments in Jericho SMP, and everybody knows that when you sign up, you have to apply, you have to agree to those set of rules. Our next comment comes from Chef Sunshine. I run a realm on my Xbox One for friends and family, and I won't give anybody the seed because i'm afraid they're going to go to trunk base and go straight to whatever they're looking for instead of finding it on their own because i only play on xbox i don't know about all these add-on packs i play strictly vanilla now that's interesting talking about the seed i don't like giving out the seed either but that would be either their bearded sloth you always fix my grammar now use it properly either 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 one either one that doesn't sound right Anyways, let's not have wee-woo-wee-woo grammar police here. When it comes to the seed, Jericho SMP, right? I don't like giving it out, be kind of for the same idea. Like, I don't want people to know exactly where to travel to. Some of it's supposed to be exploring on your own yep. and everything like that. However, it's hard to control because we're running it on a dedicated server. All of our, uh, essentially our admins, they can see the seed. When you give them operator permission, they can see the seed. I think that even members might be able to see I the seed on there. I think members can. And so everybody has access to it. Now, I don't make a deal out of it. I don't put it in any posts. You know, so if you know, you know, I guess. Maybe I should take the time and... You know, let everybody know that way we are on the same page now that we're talking about that stuff. So it is more even. But then you are probably going to open up a whole can of worms where, oh, I didn't even know about Trunk Base. And then everybody goes there. I use Trunk Base when I'm trying to make a new world. I made a new hardcore world recently for stream. And I use Trunk Base to find a good seed. And I had 
some structures on like ancient cities, I think villages and a few structures that I wanted to be somewhat close to spawn as I knew I wanted them and I wanted it to be a nice seed. And I'm so glad I did that because the world that I made is a really cool, there's this huge ocean side. So I like using chunk base to find a good world to play on as that helps with motivation for the world. And if it's like a lot of the cool stuff you want around spawn, that's nicer for later game. So I think that way of chunk base isn't cheating. But I do think if let's say you're trying to find a mine shaft and you look just look it up on chunk base, that's kind of cheating to me. I think you should have to go out and explore. Yeah, I agree with that. Now, Chef Sunshine also talked about playing strictly vanilla. I was the same way when we played. I used to play on PlayStation only. When we started Jericho on season two, I was only playing on PlayStation and I felt the same way. But with a server, I will tell you, instead of a realm with a server, you could play on your Xbox and have some of these add-ons and stuff like our snooze pack. And it does make life much nicer on a server. I honestly cannot play just vanilla Minecraft anymore, whether it's a texture pack or whatever. There's a mod on Java Edition that I can now never live without a client-side mod. It literally just adds an animation to the food as you eat it. It just goes down and then disappears. It oh, just okay. adds an animation. Right. And those and I have a few other small mods like that that I just can't live without anymore. They're just so nice to have. Yeah, and that is the weird thing. When you start opening up any add-ons or any mods or anything like that, it's kind of a slippery slope. You keep you find one and then you can't live without it, like you just said, or you want more and you want to find these little things and and you eventually you're playing a whole different game at some point. But anyways, I will tell you, Chef Sunshine, think outside the box. Think uh, servers, I will tell you, are better than realms in every way possible. So if you have Besides access easiness to a computer to at all, someone. you don't have to play on the computer. But if you do have access to a computer and run your server that way, you know, it's very nice. All right. Our last comment from our listeners this week comes from the one and only Holy Bookworm. By the way, have you checked out our noob corner yet? No, awesome I'm not show. a noob. It's so fun, though. It's still it's funny. It's short. It's quick. It's easy. You knock it out. Usually comes out at noon Eastern time on Thursdays. So don't miss that. Anyway, she says, no cheating. I don't consider the snooze pack as cheating, though. I understand the usefulness of automatic farms, but for me, that is kind of cheating to a point. I mean, the game is Minecraft, and you are supposed to work for it and find this stuff. Also, I find with all the automatic stuff, it makes the game a bit more boring, in my opinion. So that's an interesting thought, is automatic farms being cheating. I agree, kind of, with some automated farms. Things like the furnace, where you can just put stuff in and then automatic furnace type thing, that's not cheating. But things like, let's say, anything that's a life, nice ease of access kind of thing, like an auto sorter, is not cheating, in my opinion. But I do think auto farms, even a sugarcane farm or something, is kind of cheaty. Really? At least... Be I it's mean, less I enjoyable think, uh, for me, and I think it's kind of cheaty. I mean, automating is part of the game, but I think that it makes it almost too complicated sometimes, and that just playing simpler can be a lot more fun, and a lot of people just go straight to automating, and they never just farm and just relax, and it's a lot more enjoyable for me, at least. Well, my perspective is a lot of the things that I build the farm for, I don't use anyways. I literally just build the farm for the enjoyment of building the farm itself. Like, I enjoyed that aspect of it. I kind of think, too, of in real life, now we're kind of surrounded by dairy farms and stuff, and you think of them milking cows, it's all automated now. Is that, are they cheating? Or yes. are, are dairy farmers cheating now? Yep. Yep, oh, okay. Real, I don't know. That's different in it's real efficiency. life. Because you don't play real life for fun. You play video games for fun. That's right. But to me, it's fun to build the farm itself. It, I don't care about the end product. I have tons of junk that I'm never going to use. And it's not about the stuff itself. It's just about building a farm because I can. Yeah, I guess. But there again, it's open to everybody, right? You have to make your own opinion. 
That's one of the great things about this game. I do like the fact that Holy Bookworm loves farming so much, though. And that, to her, that's the enjoyment part of the game. She doesn't play Minecraft. She plays Farmville. Yeah, in pretty much. And that's awesome. And that's fine. All right. Thank you for all those comments for this week's topic. Now let's get into our thoughts. I don't like trying to cheat the game at all. I know a lot of servers and players that put, like, let's say, keep inventory on. But to me, that defeats the purpose for survival because there's no risk involved. I do remember doing duplication glitches in our early days of playing, but I regretted every time I did it. Almost every time. There was one world where we we went into the world knowing we were going to exploit it, and that was fun because we were trying to find every exploit. Right. that was the game. Right, exactly. And that was the set standard. We set that beforehand. But I will say, any world that we did that on, we ended up starting over anyways. It ended and didn't last. So there's something to that. Now, when I think of the things like snooze back, I don't, I, I think it could be borderline cheating. But for a server or multiplayer world like that, it just makes sense. It. You kind of can't do it without it. it it's it pretty, gets annoying yeah. and less fun without it. Let's say you're all working on a build project, but only one of you has a bed. You can continue just working on your project. Although I know some people who don't use beds at all because they think it's cheating to skip the night. Ooh, and those that's are, a new way. Those are the real hardcore Minecraft players. Ooh, I never even thought of that. Yeah, is sleeping cheating? Mm. Kind of. Yeah, yeah. There you go. So. You, no snoozing, I guess. You can't sleep in real life either, though. That's not allowed either. No sleep. Just coffee. Need more coffee. That was pretty much my week, and we'll get into that in the past week, by the way. Yeah, the first two seasons of Jericho, though, we didn't even have the snooze pack on. We made everybody carry a bed and sleep right away. That was quite crazy. It was kind of fun, though. It was its own little it was its game own little culture. to try to see who could go to sleep first and all that. and. You know, it, it it became fun and we made it fun as annoying as it was. Now, I think uh, things like the scoreboards, which like we keep track of player time and all that. To me, it doesn't affect the game at all. And I don't think it should be behind cheats at all or disabling achievements for Bedrock and stuff. But I get that behavior packs have to be. Because you could totally cheat the game with behavior packs. Yeah. So they need to do that. But it's weird that the scoreboard has to be behind behavior packs and you can't do something with that on the resource pack. I don't know. So I don't consider those to be cheats at all. Now, what about like the donut pack? Because I added a food item, but it doesn't give you any advantage. It actually costs you more. Do you consider that a cheat though? Because it changed something in the game. It's not a cheat. A cheat is something that gives you an advantage. Right. The donuts do not give you an advantage. No, it's just fun. They give you a disadvantage. Right. And, and that was which was is the, the way point. I coded it. Because I see a lot of add-ons, food add-ons, and they give you effects or something, speed or something like that, right? You eat a donut and you get put in creative mode. Right, exactly. So we didn't. I wanted to make sure not to do that with that. The coolest thing about Minecraft... And any sandbox game, really, is you get to set your own limits and just make sure you adhere to it. You have some self-accountability, though, for that, right? You have to be accountable all the time. Do you have enough integrity to do that, Little C? Yeah, for most survival worlds, like, I don't cheat because it's just not fun. And obviously, there are times, like, if I'm just trying to exploit it, as we've said, but usually that's just not as fun as just playing. Because I play very... Recently, I've played very simple to the point that half the time I don't even sprint. Wow. And mainly because if I don't sprint on the SMP, it's hilarious because then I'll attack someone and then they'll just run away and then just stand there and it'll take me half an hour to get to them. So that's just for funnies. That is fun. But I don't... And because on the SMP, I eat cookies a lot and those are not a good food source. So I don't sprint, so I don't have to be eating 24-7. Yeah, that I don't sprint a lot, especially early game, because of that. I don't like to have to stop and eat all the time. So I do think cheating in general, though, it's all about integrity. 
Yeah. Uh, like, I have the ability on the server. I could totally give myself as many diamonds or whatever I wanted. I could give myself anything from the server side. Nobody would know. And, but that just, that takes away the fun. And now I have great integrity in real life and everything. So it, you have nothing to worry about if you're on Jericho. I have never done that. I might have given myself like a stick just to test the commands or something. How dare him? I know. Hashtag boycott BS. Yeah, because I, I gave myself a stick. I remember Too giving somebody else's stick at one point just because I was seeing if it would work or not. And they're like, wait, what happened? You know, but yeah, I don't abuse my admin power at all. He just gives people random pieces of dirt to annoy them. Now, I do take a little bit of pride in being mostly vanilla in Jericho SMP. We do have the snooze pack, we have the donuts, and we have the scoreboard stuff. It's vanilla feel. But it is mostly vanilla and very vanilla feel. It's not completely modded or anything. So if you're interested, you know, we do take applications throughout the whole year of the world. So what do you think about mods like the Java minimap mod that just has a little minimap of your... And some minimaps have structures on them. I think those are the cheating ones. But the ones that don't have structures and you can kind of just see the biomes around you. How far out does it show you? You can choose. Okay. I like that idea. I think that should actually be in game. I mean, honestly. we have maps. I know. But a mini map follows you. Right. Yeah, it follows you and you don't have to hold it. Yeah. Or you don't have to have the item or anything. I can see both. Because there is a map in game, I guess it is kind of cheaty. But just for the ease of having it, but you can always hold a map in your offhand and essentially yeah. do the same thing. But if they had a map that would follow you, if they had a Google Maps item, then I would use it. Yeah. You know, they got to have the following. Hmm. I And there again, I think that's just going to be personal preference. I, I don't think I can tell you, yes, that's definitely cheating, you know, and feel right to myself. But at the same time, for me, I would consider it probably cheating. And then one player sleep, not cheating. That's just life. Keep inventory, definitely cheating. If yeah. you use keep inventory, you're not playing survival Minecraft. I cannot believe how many servers have that on and how many people that's a requirement as a player before they'll join a server. You're I not, see it all the time you're, you're on these groups. If you're, yeah, I don't get it at all, but... It's not survival. If you like that, I guess go cheat. And then packs that... Resource packs... There are some resource packs that are cheaty. X-ray, that's cheating. Yep. But low fire, less annoying rain and snow, clear water. Um, Clear water might be a fine line. Mm, I don't know. Packs that have ore outlines. Yeah, the Out ore outline to me is a little cheaty. Outlines that are like for blocks that have silver fish in them. Those are kind of cheating. That's kind of cheating. But I don't see most of those as cheating. I see them as just life benefits. But I also don't use them. So it's not that they're cheating, but I still don't use them. Yeah, it's a weird thing because you can do some crazy cheaty stuff with resource packs. Like you talked about x-ray and stuff. And you can totally put them on without disallowing disabling achievements and stuff which is kind of weird to me you just gotta set your own limits anything else little c i think That's that covers it. it now for the past week in minecraft all info from minecraft.net all right we have minecraft bedrock 1.20.14 i was not expecting this one. Oh, by the way it's playstation only came out tuesday august 8th 2023 fixes here fixed a top crash that could occur during gameplay Fixed an issue on PlayStation, causing players to lose access to the store. That's it. That's all that was. Yep, they just had to fix it because you would lose access to the store, and that's not allowed. So if you're on PlayStation, you got that one. Next up is Minecraft Bedrock Beta Preview. 1.20.30.21 came out Wednesday, August 9th, 2023. Have some changes here. Fence gate icon model in UI and item frames now match the fence gate block. Updated menu, heads up display icons for touch controls. Pillager outposts can now generate in cherry grove biomes. Ooh, that's interesting. So now you might have a pillager outpost in a cherry grove biome. Oh my. That could be pretty. Just what everyone wants, more pillager outposts. 
changes to vibration mechanic. Lots of changes there. Some fixes here, various sound fixes, fixed worlds downloaded from realms, not loading packs correctly. The game no longer crashes due to running out of rendering resources while entering a world through the end portal back to the overworld. The horizon no longer changes color when the player is standing under blocks. The discount for curing a zombie villager no longer increases when the same villager is reinfected and cured multiple times. Witches now throw healing and regeneration potions at raiders during village raids. And of course, there was more, and that was a very brief summary of that. So if you want more, we will have the link in the description. Next up is Minecraft Java Snapshot 23W32A. Also came out Wednesday, August 9th, 2023. Some changes here. Changes to vibration mechanic. Yeah, they're doing a lot of stuff there. Vibrations no longer risk being lost on simulation distance limit. Hmm. So it holds the data until you actually generate the sim chunk, right? That's interesting. Yep. So it'll hold and keep going. The resource pack version is now 17. Game no longer uses numeric values when storing mob effects to world. So, for example, 4 becomes Minecraft Mining Fatigue. Various mob effect fields have been renamed for consistency with new structures. Gameplay packets are now packed into bigger TCP packets to reduce overhead from TCP headers, significantly reducing network usage. Opening the debug screen with Control plus F3 will now show charts for ping and received network traffic. Oh, that's kind of cool. Do you use the F3 screen All or the anything time. like that? Just so to this see coordinates is, or FPS. Now you can see the ping and receive network That's traffic. That's going to be nice. Cool. All right, they have some fixes here. Usually Java has what was wrong and they fixed it. Host skin is not visible to other players in a LAN world if the host has not opened any world before. Mob stepping sounds are inconsistently subtitled. Camels emit mob interaction vibrations instead of item consumption vibrations when eating cactus. And of course, there was many more. So not a whole lot of excitement here for these change logs this week. It's a lot of technical stuff, just tweaking things. Important stuff, though. Yeah, very important. And it's good that they keep working on the game. I can't tell you how many games I get into, and it's right as they end support for the game. So big shout out to Mojang and Minecraft. And essentially, I guess, Microsoft no, for nope, keeping not the doing game it. going. Not doing it. Not. Thank you, Microsoft. I don't like them. They changed the EULA and made stupid changes. All right. Now let's get into the exciting stuff, what we've been up to in the past week. Well, let's see here. The past week for me included California, Arizona, New Mexico, Nevada. Uh, uh, oh, wait. That was just American Truck Simulator. I somehow have missed this, but I have discovered the absolute thrill of playing that game this week. It's amazing. I've been having tons He's of addicted. fun doing Yes, very much so. And learning all about that. I, of course, did do some real trucking this week. I made it out to Kansas and Nebraska, which I don't usually go to Nebraska. So that was kind of nice and see the open land out there. It, very beautiful. I do have a newfound appreciation for real-life trucking after playing Truck Simulator, if that makes any sense. That makes no sense. It, it makes me appreciate, instead of me just looking at the white line, looking ahead of me and just doing the task of driving and not hitting anybody, now I'm starting to look across and look at the fields and the scenery and stuff, just like I do in game. So it kind of sparked that with me again, with trucking again. I used to do that early on. I don't know how you've been playing American Trucking Simulator, because when I, I don't have time to be looking around, because usually I'm either late to a load or I tipped over in a cliff. <laughs> right. Now, as far as Minecraft, I didn't play any Minecraft this week. Hmm. I probably should schedule, like, a certain day just for Minecraft days or something. That way I stay involved. I still love the game wholeheartedly. I absolutely love Minecraft. And I really don't want to neglect it at all. It's not like we do a Minecraft podcast or anything. 
Now, last weekend, little C, it was your birthday. And that was fun. Went out for some Mexican food with some family. And the day before that, we actually had some people over here in our house. And little C, do you want to go into that a little bit? We baked cookies on a very scuffed live stream. It was very scuffed. It was worse than a duct tape together system. It was a duct tape together system with duct tape off of wish.com. Yeah, pretty much. Now, who yeah. was this little scene? So it was Ice Master and Ironic Dame. If you watch any of my streams, you'll know who they are. They're two buffoons who are on the streams a lot. Yeah. Now, I will tell you, the cookies actually came out pretty good. I don't know how. So that was all Ironic Dame. Because Ice Master and I were just goofing around the well, whole time. Well, and you had a problem with Twitch. You had a yes. little issue with that. Yeah. Falsely uh, flagged. So pretty much a false... When you're falsely flagged for whatever it is, it just counts as a suspension. So you can't stream or do log in or anything. So for like two... For that, and it happened to be on the day that I was doing a baking stream. And then the next day was my birthday. So I just did... We did it on Ice Master's channel, which worked fine. We used your laptop and then it crashed. So last time I uh, steal your laptop. Yeah, I don't know why it crashed. I use it all the time. I, I guess the very rarely I have guess it recording crashing. and streaming is too much for it. It's not like we were even gaming. We were just recording well, a camera. Yeah, but I only have eight gigs of RAM. Yeah. And well, we did that. So we baked cookies. The cookie dough, because we had the butter out for too long and the butter melted, the cookie dough was liquid. So we ended up adding more brown sugar and flour. That was all IRL nickname was the smart baker. He watches too many grandma baking shows, apparently. And then apparently, so the cookies came out fine. We did burn them a little bit, the normal I ones. I didn't think so. I, I thought they were okay. But then we made one giant cookie with all the leftover dough. This thing was the huge. It was a massive cookie. It was great, too. And then we chopped it into like, four pieces i think like you would a pizza and that worked pretty well and it actually was really well cooked i yeah, think i was amazed it baked evenly. all the way through even that was iron nickname's idea of cooking for longer at a lower temperature right iron nickname bakes too much i don't uh, know what apparently what's up with him. he's an old lady i, he, yep, I don't he's know an old lady who so bakes you uh, can bake me a pie if you want yep and then on sunday i turned 16 which is crazy 16, sweet 16. Going to get your actual driver's license here pretty soon. In November. In Indiana, you have to wait three months after you turn If you took driver's ed. If well, you take driver's or ed. Or 90 days or something. 90 days yeah. is three months. Yeah. So I don't know how like, long it is if you didn't take driver's ed. It's a lot. And That's then, crazy to me. I was already driving as soon as I turned 16 and I was out there. And then I started school on tuesday i think and that's been going fine at school this week's been super easy because it's just the first week of all of them this is how you click a button this is how you also click a button this is how you submit something and i've been going to the school since fourth grade so i know what i'm doing and i'm good with using technology so going to an online school is very easy for me right but there is a big influx for this is connections academy most states have it right and there's a big influx of new students coming into this type of schooling. I think COVID kind of started that a little bit. And then some of the ordeals with public schools and stuff. So you have to remember, Little C, there are a lot of kids coming in that have no idea. Yeah. And along, I've done a lot the past week. Wow. And then I found all the upgrades that I want for my CPU. So I'm going to go with the i9-11900K, I think is what it's called. And that'll be an Intel CPU. I know, I'm going Intel. Yeah, shut up, AMD supporters. No, I'm just kidding. It's fine. AMD's the cheaper option if you want to cheap out. Uh, and then there's, and then I found an AIO, which stands for all-in-one liquid cooling. So it's pretty much water cooling without having to actually buy fancy water. Going to become can't... a plumbing student for your computer. Interesting. Uh, no, I'm not doing, I could not, I would not want to do a full loop of how people do actual water cooling with a real pump and you have to put water, you have to water your computer. But yeah, it's so weird because you think of water and you think of computers and you're like, those don't mix. But then you have liquid cooling and stuff with like AIOs, which it ships and you put it on. You don't do anything. Right. 
Obviously, you have to put thermal paste on, but that's not. Now, is this really going to help your Minecraft plane? Oh, yes, it will. Nice. This will be. It'll. It's less because my computer can run Minecraft and run most games fine without anything else open. But I always have a lot of stuff open. OBS Studio while streaming, and my OBS Studio is not very optimized. Is I have a lot of stream overlays, zoom. I have like tons of different tabs. I have three different screens for just chatting that just zoom into my face for funny moments. And then I have a few different gaming ones that move my webcam around or zoom into it. So I have a lot of different scenes and along with a lot of different browser sources for alerts, chat boxes, and all kinds of stuff. And it makes the stream a lot of fun. And I get a lot of people saying, wow, your overlays and stuff are really cool. But it's very CPU intensive with more things. So that's awesome that you're able to do that. You've been saving for a while for this CPU, and then birthday money it's, comes in. It's it, kind of it nice. It sucks because I'm spending around $450 for this upgrade when I could go and buy a desk for $300 and then almost buy a stream deck, which are two things that I would love to have and you'd notice more. But this is going to be a very functional, along with the AIO, I'm spending like 10 extra dollars to get a white one that has RGB. So it'll look nice. You gotta have your lights. You yeah. Gotta have the pretty lights. Even though I set the lights to just white mode all the time. Unless it's Christmas, then I have red and green. Now, you did play a little bit of Minecraft. I saw... I didn't see your stream. I missed that one, but I did see that you played Minecraft. What did, did you do in it? I did two Minecraft streams. I did one okay. on the little SMP. Yes, we're calling it the little SMP, not little C, but the little like SMP. That. It's just I the like little that. SMP, because that's less... Yep. That's, I, we all agreed on that name. And then I also played on a new hardcore world just because I didn't feel like doing the SMP because I knew there wasn't other yeah, people I on it. Yeah, I think I saw that. You So you started a brand new one? Yeah. Okay. Because I didn't really have a hardcore world that I played only on stream. I have one that I played on like a lot by myself. But I think, yeah, but on the SMP, that stream was, we were so goofy on that stream. I was actually teaching Ghostly, who is my head moderator for stream and then also a manager on how to Discord. And the owner of Vercord, a very cool Discord bot. He's a very cool dude. But he, I was teaching him how to play Minecraft. And that was funny. Uh, he ended up just going to one of our trees in the front yard in front of our little community house. And he just put a couch on top of the tree. And then, like, he just is like, I'm sitting on a couch on top of a tree. This nice. is great. And I'm like, okay, Ghostly. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, and then we had a few other people... On the stream, we were all goofing around and, you know, being goofy as we do I on gotta that server. I got to get back on that SMP a little bit. You, it's kind of fun. We do. We need some soldiers. We got to raid Ice Master's Island. Mm, there you go. Did you get, you guys didn't mess with my island yet, did you? I don't think anyone even knows where your island is. Nice. Good. I do. I like it that way. I know where it is. Keep it that way. We're going to build a pathway to your island so you're now, connected. So I wasn't completely disconnected from Minecraft this week. There's been a lot of controversy with the new villager trading mechanics they're bringing in and all this. I still am standing behind it. I like it. I think it's a good change. Same. I agree. And also, they changed Eula stuff for content creator stuff, which yeah, is going to be controversial. A, that's a big thing. I don't know if it's going to affect us. The way when they first released it, we were fine. But now they changed it since they released the new Eula. I haven't actually read it. I heard it somewhere. And so I don't know. I think we're fine. We're not claiming to be affiliated at all with it's, Minecraft. There are some issues with YouTubers. It's a big issue because okay. one, let's say you have a Patreon or some paid thing and you want to release a video with Minecraft background footage as every you Minecraft YouTuber does. They just have Minecraft gameplay in the background and you want to release it just to your supporters and be like, hey, Here's a Q&A that you guys had since you're supporting and you have Minecraft footage because let's say you have nothing else to put there. You can't do that anymore. You can't right. have it behind a paywall. Also, I think there might be a problem with our Minecraft memes because you can't have Minecraft in the main title. You can you can have like, it as, as the main yeah. thing. And it kind of is. Which I found funny. But at the same time, it's it it's, it's more descriptive than anything the title is. Yeah. Because it's exactly what you're getting. And it's on shorts. I'm not trying so to explain. Different. Yeah, so I, I don't know. I don't think, the worst case, they're probably going to tell us to stop. Oh, but, boy. You know, 
I mean, I guess block they could game. sue us, but you're go. not getting anything Here out of us. Here we go. Us, so. Block game memes. Block game memes? There you go. No, Minecraft memes. There you go. There yeah, we go. We'll, we'll just change it to that. There you go. Change the little Minecraft logo with the Minecraft memes at the top of the short and change it to the Minecraft. There we go. And there was more controversy, too. So apparently everybody thinks we're getting shaders for Bedrock Edition. We're not. No. It's not shaders at all. It basically gives you some shadows and some looks like glowing or, we still or don't you know, have the Java rendering options. Yeah. Now, which we, what so gets me is we used to have it. It, we used it to was be able capable. To get the shaders that Java used. I suppose level, this I is good to make your game look a little better. For instance, like the comment we had earlier, where it only plays on Xbox. So for the console, I mean. You on, can you got something that makes it look a little nicer on Java or like shaders. I use shaders that don't seem like shaders. They literally add a tiny bit of shadow. They add better lighting and the water waves and leaves wave. Right. So I'm I was kind of excited when I first heard about the change. And then it was but now I learned about it. And it's not that exciting. It's fine. I suppose it's cool for console players and things like that. It's better than nothing, I suppose, but I still don't like the fact that they made the deal with NVIDIA only for RTX and all that. That was yeah. the bad move. It doesn't have to be NVIDIA, though. Me, I found this out. You can use AMD graphics cards okay. as well. Yeah. You could. Now, before they did that, you could have essentially shaders. You really could. What gets me is somewhere in the company, they made the decision to not do that anymore and give you, because I don't think they want you in the game files. Yeah. I think is the real issue here. And it's probably a Microsoft thing. Shocking. Microsoft yeah, making the game exactly. worse. Exactly. But it literally would be like a toggle switch for them to turn on on the back end and they'd be able to give it back Which to us. Which is funny because on Java Edition, you to do anything dad resource packs or anything you're in the back end files and that's just how it is on java right yeah exactly you go to the dot minecraft folder and that's where you add your resource packs or add your worlds i i do I, some of these decisions they make i just don't get it overall i i like it i understand I them understand pushing like business, bedrock I... edition because that's going to be their money maker what I don't understand is it's the developers bedrock edition better, I think, as well. They are making it better they, in some ways, but in other ways they're making it worse. The problem is is you have the old school Mojang, right? They the all good play, old boys of Mojang. They all, all play, play Java. Java edition. Yeah. And they're stuck in their old ways. I feel like they're like old men just stuck and not wanting to change at all. Because I gotta tell you, bedrock is their future, period. Sadly. Java is still going to be a very prominent game for it because all the true people who play video games play Java. But I think all if the they took, overall variety, if gamers. they took their minds, the developers, right? They took their minds and focused it solely with Bedrock as the main platform here. They could do some amazing things with it. And I think they're missing the boat on that. But that's just my opinion. We'll see how it goes. I think Minecraft's still going to be around for a while. I don't know if it can compete with American Trucking Simulator and Bearded Sauce Brain, though. And there is that. I don't know. No, I still like Minecraft. I do like American Truck Simulator, though. Maybe we'll have to do an after-hours show just about that game. All right, I think that sums up the past week. Now it's time for... Do -do 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 -do. Listener questions! Our first question comes from Chef Sunshine... What is your most favorite and least favorite dimension and why? I would have to say the nether is my least favorite. It's just too dark and creepy for me. I'm the, scared. The only thing I really like about the nether is the fast travel mechanic. The eight to one. That's the only thing I like about it. And my favorite probably has to be the overworld. That's where everything happens, right? Yep. So it's just a no brainer for me. Now, if we're talking about other dimensions in general, I would have to say the time when Marty went back to the 50s and back to the future. McFly, McFly, knock, 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 McFly. <laughs> yes, yes, that is something like that. You know, Doc Brown, all that. Yeah, I really like that dimension. 
My least favorite would actually be the end. Although it is fun to battle against the Ender Dragon and you can get Shulkers and Elytras, it needs an update pretty bad. As it's boring, there's a lack of content in the end, and I think they could do a lot more with it. Now, my favorite is the overworld because that's just where everything is. And half the time, I it's a long time before I go to the nether. Right. And now, now you bring up a good point with the end. And I just thought it, a reason I do like the end is it's essentially a boss fight in the yeah. game. And you can choose to do it or not. And it doesn't mess up your builds. You can go mm-hmm. there, totally destroy everything and be fine. And that's something I didn't like about Terraria. I would build something would and then so mad like about the, the corruption, corruption would come in and destroy it. And I, I don't want to take the time to do anything the when that happens. The thing with so. Terraria is it is a game that has a limited amount of time and there is a way to beat it. And yes, it's still open world, but it's right. less open world. I would like it better, though, if it was more open world. And that, But that's just my opinion. Now, and that's why I play Minecraft. Now, for general dimensions, I didn't even think about that until BS's question I would have to say in the Matrix, the one where they realize and they take, is it the red pill or the blue pill? Which one's which? I forget. But whichever one they take to see reality in that dimension of the looking down on what is actually real and how it's all that part in the Matrix. Oh, that is, is a, a really good, good dimension. one. Yeah. I, I want to go back and watch stuff. the Matrix. I've been watching like um, the next generation Star Trek. And I like that whole dimension of things. And so anyways, I hope that answers your question there. Our next question. Hey, looky here. Also came from Chef Sunshine. By the way, get your questions in early, often. We'll get to them. We do usually two a week is what we try to answer. So line them up, get them out there. We might skip over one if. You know, we see somebody else or something to mix it up a little bit, but we'll get to all of them as long as they're appropriate. Chef Sunshine asks, if you're checking out somebody's build and they do not have it spawn proofed and you accidentally blow part of it up, what do you do? I have done this a few times, a few too many times, actually. But usually I just fix the build, especially on Jericho and this point that we are in the season. If that happens... I have everything I need in my shocker boxes in my ender chest and I can fix the build usually. And if I don't have, if I don't, let's say I don't know how to fix it or whatever, it's a really complicated build, or I just don't know how it was, I'll give, I'll ask them, hey, what's the resources for it? I'll go get them, sorry about that or whatever. And I'll go get the resources for them if they would like. Uh, my answer is back away slowly. Wait, is that where that hole in my basement is from? Hmm. No, I usually just fix it, like you said. Uh, or I at least if I, because I don't play that much. I'm not in depth too much anymore. I'm usually doing behind the scenes stuff. So I don't have all the resources like you do, Little C. I'll usually let them know or something. And a lot of people like the fact that they got to go fix something or something to do. Yeah, it is you fun. Know? Oh, so, that is something I forgot to mention in past week on Jericho. We did the miniature houses, and yeah. that's a new competition. If you're a member of Jericho, go build a tiny house. It's a really challenging. You can you have to be inside of this little cobblestone, very small area. And the part that really made it hard for me was a seven-block-tall limit. And I was able to get in a pretty good-looking house that looks like a normal house in that size. Granted, the interior is tiny, but it has a lot of detail and is the style that I like. Which is hard to do in that small of a space, but it was fun. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what everybody gonna, comes up with. I was tempted to just build the RV that I've done so many times in Jericho. Right? I might end up building it next to the little event area. So I had an idea, but then the build height limit that she put on there kind of limits me. Were so you going to build a skyscraper? <laughs> I was going to build like a little house, like a normal looking, yeah. you know, triangle roof. And then put a balloon above it, like the up house. That would have been adorable. Right. But since I have the height limit, maybe I could get away with it if I make the house itself seven tall and yeah. then put the balloon because above it. Because she said, I asked because I made a custom pathway, which was allowed. Right. And I asked, am I allowed to put decorations on the pathway? Fences, little right. custom tree. And she's like, yes. The mm. house has I mean, to be inside. I could build it anyways and then just get disqualified. Yeah. That might be fun. But don't be a... You should build a semi. 
That's a tiny house. You should build a little uh, semi truck. That could be fun. What's the size limit? Do you know? I don't know exactly, but I think you could fit a semi truck design and make it a bit right. bigger too. I, I might have to do that. That these are good ideas. Well, you build an RV, get in there. You know. Yeah, I could do that too. Sell some potions. Now right. it is time for everyone's favorite part of the show. Yay. It took you guys a long time to get here because we were rambling on today. I like it though. I yeah? maybe we should do Saturday mornings. Get everything set. No, my voice is not. Yeah, good. our voices are a little different today, but it, it but, is nice. So now I, that you've I'm made it joke. here, it's time for Holy Bookworms Joke of the Week. What job did the frog have at the hotel? A bellhop. <laughs> we both just have faces of disappointment. We thank you for that, Holy Bookworm. Thank you for all the listeners participating in this week's show. It's been great getting your comments and questions. Keep those coming. We really need you to keep doing that. I do want you guys to really consider subscribing. That is going to be the best way to help support us. Also, sharing the podcast. We really, in order for us to make sense, this does take quite a bit of my time and to get this out there. To keep this going every week, we we really would appreciate a little bit more support. So consider subscribing if you can. It's $1.99. Helps us out. And you get some of those perks. Like the After Hours show. It's kind of fun to do, too. Before we log off, it's time to gather our Minecraft friends and extend the invitation to your fellow players. Help us spread the Block Party podcast by sharing our awesome Discord community, checking out our YouTube channel, downloading our free Bedrock add-on packs, and unlocking exclusive content as a subscriber at theblockpartymc.com. We want to hear from you. We love your comments and questions. You can email us at contact at theblockpartymc.com or leave us a voicemail or text us at 1-260-222-7240. Thank you for being here. We truly appreciate it. Make sure to tell everyone about the Block Party, a Minecraft podcast. I'm Bearded Sloth, and now I gotta eat my coffee. And I'm Little C, and I'm gonna go hack into the pantry.